When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. Welcome to the official Wildcat Podcast, presented by Authentic Brand and Kansas Land Tire. Now, with almost 50 combined years on the K-State Sports Network, here are your hosts, Wyatt Thompson and Stan Weber. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Wildcat Weekly Podcast presented by Kansas Land Tire and by Authentic Brand Apparel. I'm Wyatt Thompson, the voice of the Wildcats, alongside longtime color analyst Stan Weber. And the Kansas State Wildcats are ranked 11th in both national polls. They sit at 23-7 and overall on the year, 11-6 and in a three-way tie for second in the rugged Big 12. And they finished off senior night midweek Wednesday with a huge win against Oklahoma, 85 85- 69 just prior to that one in Stillwater on Saturday beating OSU 73-68 we'll look back at those games and look ahead to the regular season finale as odd as that sounds on Saturday as the Cats play in Morgantown at one o'clock central our network coverage at noon Stan let's start with the senior night game and then we'll backtrack a little bit there I I tell you I don't know if you could write a better script for that when K-State got off to kind of a slow start offensively hitting just six of their first 22 shots but after that it was quite impressive they shot 70 percent in the second half of the ball game and really dominated a pretty darn good team winning by 16. They 
shot well, and they passed the ball even better. Yes. Uh, unbelievable. They State had 22 assists in the ball game. So if you happen to listen to the first 10-plus minutes, almost 15 minutes of the game, it was lethargic, and, and there was a lot of floppiness on the floor. Oklahoma brought a good fight, basically had the lead for most of the time, but they couldn't separate, even though K-State was struggling. And they ended up tied 25-25, and all of a sudden, K-State hit the accelerator, and like a dragster or something, they took off and just blew right past Oklahoma from that point until probably five minutes left in the game. So right at the end of the half, and in the start of the second half, K-State was unbelievable. They were making their shots, playing great defense. But I think the thing that was the most feature is the passes that we saw that led to dunks and open three-point shots uh, I said on the air, it reminded me of the Harlem Globetrotters. It was crazy, some of the things that they were doing in-game action, and it almost appeared like the opponent was letting them do it, even though we know Oklahoma wasn't. It was just that excellent, that surprising. So the fun factor was off the charts. So senior night, big win, uh, all those things are really, really good. But uh, when the fun factor is blasting off as strong as it was, I thought, it was a great night at Bramley's Coliseum, and I think that these players who haven't been around K-State very long, many of them, uh, are going to remember this for the rest of their lives. Like, it could not have been a better script if you take away a little sloppiness at the beginning of the game. Well, let's talk a little bit about the seniors, and we'll start with Marquise Noel, mainly because he's been around here longer than everybody else, which means two years. Last, or I should say Wednesday night, he had 11 points. He had a total of 10 assists, another double-double for him. He really has been the quarterback of this team and was really just rock solid. It was great to see him go out in his Bramlage career like that. Yeah, absolutely. He has grown so much, and you could see the growth even throughout the game because Jerome Tang mentioned that Going into the game with senior night, there's so many emotions. Your family's there. There's distractions. Everything about pregame's different. And it seemed like Marquise Noel was just trying to play the role of, I'm not going to make mistakes, and you know, I'm just going to have a solid senior night and not get too emotional about it. And so the first half ends, and he basically hasn't scored, hasn't shot the ball much, made a few nice passes. But other than that, just trying to play solid, good defense. But then all of a sudden he woke up and took off like the player he has been this year. I mean, it's amazing when you think about his point guard capabilities. K-State record, number of assists in the season, leads the Big 12. Uh, best free throw shooting percentage in the Big 12. Uh, more steals than anybody in the Big 12. Okay, great. Thank you, Marquise. You really upped your game, made everyone around you better. And then you bring down the Trump card and say, do you realize that he's the third leading scorer in the Big 12 right now? He's scoring at an unbelievable pace. Like, he's the guy receiving these great passes. So, Marquise Noel's done a fantastic job. He's grown tremendously. He's doing so many things, and we saw that at the end of the first half and in the second half, especially when he started shooting the basketball well. You saw where he was. So even in a night where he started slow, uh, he has turned in a superb game, another double-double, seven double-doubles, just kind of quietly does his thing in the first half and then shows you some uh, great production in the second half, leads his team, and he's just part of a group that had like guys like Naquan Tomlin, his second-highest point total of the year. He scored 19 points. You know, Marquise really did distribute the ball. Ten assists, only one turnover. That would be the thing to talk about. But, again, he gets into double digits, makes his free throws, hits some bombs, uh, makes some three-point shots that are just incredible. Last night, he 
lined up a couple of times and just said, well, I know you're guarding me, and I know I'm a long ways from the basket, but just give me an extra second, a couple dribbles to think about it, and right in the face of the defender, you know, shot a three-pointer that most people wouldn't even try and just rip it. So a uh, great job by Marquise Noel. Well, Keontae Johnson, another guy that we've talked about constantly all year long. I think you and I have, have mentioned a thousand times at least just how strong he is and how consistent he is for K-State on both ends of the floor. And he had 16-5 and five in the in the win against OU. Yeah, it's just like mail it in. You know, he, yeah. he mark me down for 16-5 and five minimum, right? Uh, it's It's been amazing. Again, you look at those conference-type uh, evaluation and you say, wait a second, this guy, Keontae Johnson, is the second leading scorer in the Big 12, shooting the second best field goal percentage in the Big 12, and he's the fourth leading rebounder in the Big 12. So in the consistency thing, you know, those who love math know about standard deviations. Like you could average a five in an example, but do you do it with a four and a six, or do you do it with a two and an eight? You know, what's your range? What's your standard deviation? And this guy's got a very small standard deviation. He just gets, he produces at that level every single game. So it was a lot of fun to see him enjoy himself. You knew he was going to play a solid game. Uh, but when the game was going on, his smile uh, in game, he started to smile a lot, enjoy the crowd. You don't always get a chance to do that. I mean, your job is to go out there and play good basketball, concentrate, and get your work done. He'll do that. But I thought it was really nice because he had a little separation and some of those unbelievable passes, he would just turn to the crowd and, and <laughs> smile like, hey, are you having some fun? So I thought it was really great with a guy who thought he may never play basketball again at a competitive level has made it back to K-State. He's becoming a K-Stater, but he's just like, welcome back to basketball. And I thought it was awesome that he was able to smile as well as have fun uh, playing the game. I, they always have fun. I know that. He appreciates the game, but it seemed like he just took an extra amount of joy. We saw that, Wyatt, because it was uh, basically an hour after the game was over, and he still was in uniform taking pictures with kids, mm -hmm. uh, signing autographs uh, for people that were still at the stadium, and he didn't look worn down about it at all. He had a joy about him, and, and that's not the easiest thing. You played a whole game. Your family's waiting for you. You haven't even showered yet. And for him to just continue to take in the moment, I thought was really a lot of fun for him. Also a tip of the cap to Desi Sills. He played 35 minutes and came within a couple of eyelashes of a triple-double. <laughs> he had 15 points, nine rebounds, and eight assists in those 35 minutes of, of playing time. And, and as we said on the broadcast, he was maybe the most consistent guy over the 40 minutes in that game. Stan, he's just been so, so good all season long. Yeah, if you had a chance to listen to us uh, on the K-State Network from Learfield, we were mentioning that K-State was trailing in the game, and and we played a, a number of minutes. I mean, we, we played more than 10 minutes. We were halfway through the first half or further, and Oklahoma was leading the game. And K-State was struggling, and, and but there was one guy who wasn't struggling, Desi Sills. Yeah. Uh, and we said on the network, uh, this does not look good for Oklahoma because K-State's going to bounce back and start playing their normal like their normal selves, and they're probably going to separate. And Oklahoma has not used this opportunity where things had gone their way to take a lead of a very significant amount. But that was probably because Desi Sills was playing so great. I mean, he kept K-State in the game. And then his whole energy and purpose level, all the way to our post game. if you heard on the radio, we were able to get him 
when he was mic'd up talking to the crowd, uh, his energy level was off the charts. I think about the block shot. He went up in the air, hung forever with an Oklahoma player right at the basket. Now, normally the defender fouls, number one. Number two, you might be able to tip the ball. He jumped up in the air and looked like he was suspended, waiting for the Oklahoma player to decide when he's going to shoot the ball. And then when he did shoot it, he didn't just block it. He catapulted the thing back toward half court. He swung at it like he was a volleyball player. I was like, whoa, what is going on? And that was followed up with some dunks that he had where it didn't look like he should be even getting to the rim. And all of a sudden, he's stretching his arm out there. I mean, that guy, when he gets his left hand going and starts driving to the left, Wyatt, and gets to the left side of the basket, he's lethal. He can use English. He can spin it. And last night, he was just crushing it in there, dunking it, uh, almost a triple-double. He had his highest number of assists as a K-Stater, his highest number of rebounds as a K-Stater, and one off of his career high while scoring 15 points. So he was Mr. Consistency, and he also brought it at a super high level. Uh, he has been such a great off-the-bench player, now turning into a great starting player, and he put an explanation point on the regular season with that game in Bramlage. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Well, we do want to remind you of a couple of things from the freeway to the field and everywhere in between. Wildcat fans trust the friendly folks at Kansas Land Tire and Service for all of their tire and auto service needs. Visit thetirestore.com for the Kansas Land Tire nearest you. And looking to freshen up your Wildcat wardrobe? Check out Authentic Brand. The original designs and premium quality pieces are just what you need to look your best on game days and every day for that matter. Shop Wildcat gear at authentic brand. K-State, of course, went through that stretch where they'd lost three in a row and four or five. And after that, they have now won four straight games. One of those was last Saturday's contest in Stillwater. And that happened, of course, before the Oklahoma game. And Stan, I thought that really kind of, I'm not sure how to explain this, but kind of set the tone for the senior night game with a very, very tough and much needed road victory. That's right, Wyatt, because it's easy to look around and see some positives. After K-State had lost two road games, coming back home and beating Iowa State after trailing at the half, and then backing that up with a giant win over Baylor after trailing at the half, you felt good about where K-State was. But there was something lingering over there, if you're objective and fair. When K-State went on the road to Oklahoma State, they'd lost five straight road games. And here they were trailing again against Oklahoma State, at halftime. So now you're saying, yeah, things are going well. K-State's you know, a high-level NCAA tournament team, going to finish in the upper part of the Big 12 Conference. Things are okay for the season. But what about this not being able to play as well as you'd like and win away from Bramlage? Is that going to be a factor? Because you know the Big 12 tournament, the NCAA tournament, not played in Bramlage. So you don't want to become just a, a one-hit wonder where you're just great at home and not bring it at other places. In K-State's defense had not been as strong on the road. If you go back and look at the number of points given up in that five-game losing streak, even in the two wins they had, go back to remember when they started the year winning two road games in conference, Wyatt, Texas got 103. 
and Baylor got 95, and K-State just outscored them. So now you're saying, what about defense? What about the defensive play on the road? What kind of issues are there building up? You know, storm clouds around the sunshine that we're seeing with K-State basketball. And I think that the K-State team fighting through and winning that Oklahoma State game just threw those storm clouds away and said, no, 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 the real K-State Wildcat team is on a winning streak. We're playing defense now, solid defense. Go to Iowa State, Baylor, and now you add Oklahoma State, three wins in a row, three games where your defense is playing at a higher level than it was in midseason Big 12 play, and you got to feel good about where the Wildcats were. And obviously we just talked about Oklahoma. So I do think that Oklahoma State game was a very big breath of fresh air. They had to fight. Credit Oklahoma State. They, you know, they fought all the way to the end. But K-State made plays, big plays, different people. Ish Masood hitting a shot. Cam Carter hitting a three-pointer to tie the game in transition. You know, K-State made a lot of good plays, and they had to, to beat Oklahoma State. And with the K-State fans really coming out of the woodwork and going to Stillwater, I was surprised how many K-State fans there were at the end of the game. The roar they had for the team, the team lingered over by their bench, didn't want to leave, waving at the fans. I think that the team really had a high level of accomplishment feeling after that game, Wyatt, and I think you're right. I think that really helped for Oklahoma. It solidifies when you say K-State's won their last four games. That equals their best streak in conference play this year. They've won their last four games. They feel good about that because it also includes a road win in there. Exactly, And it right. makes all the difference in the world. No question about that. Well, the Wildcats are in a three-way tie for second place going into the final weekend of the regular season. Kansas has now won the Big 12 championship outright, but you've got K-State, Baylor, and Texas all in that three-way tie for second place. You got all those tiebreakers figured out? Well, I haven't got them uh, <laughs> confirmed by the Big 12 office, Wyatt, uh-huh. but I think I have a strong leaning of what I'm I sure. believe is going to happen. So. I'm so glad you asked this because we don't we don't act, talk about what we're going to talk about. People That's don't realize right. we waiting. don't have scripts. We do live radio. <laughs> we do games all the time. So uh, here's what I think I'll start with: Texas has lost a couple of games in a row. They are tied with Baylor and K State. If Texas loses to Kansas at home, if Texas loses, they'll be the number four seed. They'll be the number four seed because even if K State were to lose or or Baylor, they will have been swept by Kansas. Neither Baylor or K-State have that situation. K-State and Baylor each beat Kansas, and when you look at a tiebreaker, you look head-to-head first, which K-State split with Texas, then you go to the best team in the league and say, how did you do? So here's the equation. If Texas loses, they're the four seed. Okay? Okay. They may be tied for second, but they're the four seed. On the other end, I believe that if K-State wins, against West Virginia, they win the tiebreakers to be the second seed. So those are the two things that I think are true. I really feel comfortable about the Texas statement. They lose, they're the four seed, and Baylor and K-State will have to sort out who wins and loses. Baylor's obviously a big favorite. Uh, going into their last game, they have Iowa State at home. Iowa State's been struggling. It'll be hard to project that Baylor loses their game. Uh, if K-State and Baylor are tied, obviously K-State swept them, and it's advantage K-State. The tiebreakers are really good for K-State in this situation with these teams, Wyatt. But if Baylor wins, then K-State has to win against West Virginia to be tied in second place with them. So K-State could be the second, third, uh, or fourth seed, depending on how it turns out. But uh, the easiest equation is to say if Texas loses, they're four. I think if K-State wins, they're two. 
They'll probably be an underdog on the road against West Virginia. The Mountaineers have played great. Think about that Kansas game where they could have won. And then think about how well they fought and how well they played finishing the game, winning at Iowa State. So it's going to be hard to beat West Virginia on the road, but if K-State does, I believe they'll be the second seed in the tournament. Well, I guess a final thought on that, too, because West Virginia is so different than they were when they were here on New Year's Eve. But so is K-State, <laughs> right? I mean, that, that's the bottom line. It, it's been a long time. We started the conference with the Mountaineers, and we'll finish uh, the regular season with West Virginia in Morgantown on Saturday, our network coverage at noon. Bob Huggins has a team that I think most would tell you is easily a top 25, top 30 team in the country this year. They're, they're way better than most think. Yes, and, and they were a ranked team uh, when K-State played them in Bramlage in West Virginia in the opening game of the Big 12 Conference really had K-State into some, some trouble. Uh, the K-State fans were distracted. There were fans in Bramlage, but there was awful, a lot of K-State fans at the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans, right? That was December 31st. Uh, first game and the last game, it's a weird combination to see the West Virginia series play out. But K-State, how did they turn their season around right there, Wyatt? I mean, I know they had a good non-con, and credit K-State for going down to the Grand Cayman Islands and winning those close games against Nevada and then beating LSU. K-State had done a lot of good work. But now it's big boy time, right? Big 12 conference, home game, and they're behind West Virginia, cannot score the basketball, and somehow K-State fought back and won that game. Just think about what that did for K-State basketball, launching them, into the winning streak that they had. What would have been different if West Virginia would have won that day? And I just, I just wonder, because we weren't there. You and I weren't there. We haven't seen K-State play West Virginia this year. But we know now we've got two NCAA tournament teams. We've got West Virginia playing at a high level. Oh, by the way, we understand how cool and different senior night is for teams. Uh, right? Oklahoma got a dose of what K-State brought on senior night. Well, K-State's going to get that same dose with West Virginia. It's going to be a crazy environment, mid-afternoon Saturday game on campus. So it's going to take a lot of fight and excellence for K-State to win. But we know the Wildcats are one of the best teams in the country. So they have the capability of doing that, the confidence level, after going to Oklahoma State and winning, winning four games in a row. I think you're going to get a great version of K-State. But still, that probably means it's going to be close at West Virginia. It's a hard, long trip, but it should be some excellent basketball. And uh, K-State's going to finish right there in the top of the conference, uh, pretty amazing. Pick 10th is going to possibly finish second, uh, fourth at the worst, no matter what. It's been a great season, but it'll be fun. This is a little more of an enjoyment game, Wyatt. You have not a lot to lose if you lose to West Virginia, and you have a lot to gain because if you turn that winning streak into five, oh, go yeah. on the road and beat Bob Huggins on senior night, you sweep West Virginia this year, and you absolutely are in second place in the Big 12 Conference. That's pretty cool stuff. So I'm very excited to go uh, to see how K-State functions on senior day at West Virginia. Well, here's the schedule Saturday so you can keep track. Iowa State at Baylor is an 11 a.m. start. K-State in West Virginia, 1 o'clock Central with our network coverage at noon. Then at 2 o'clock, it's TCU at Oklahoma. 3 o'clock, Kansas at Texas. And at 5 o'clock, Oklahoma State at Texas Tech to wrap up the regular season. And what a regular season it has been for 23-7 and Kansas State. That's going to be our Wildcat Weekly podcast this week, presented as always by Kansas Land Tire and by Authentic Brand Apparel. For Stan Weber, I'm Wyatt Thompson. Thanks so much for joining us, and go Cats! This has been the official Wildcat podcast, presented by Authentic Brand and Kansas Land Tire. 
The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the K-State Sports Network.